I'm Janie Light, and this is Farming on Mars. This episode is with Chaney Light, who's a farmer in Lubbock, Hale, and Floyd County. We talked about why he loves farming dryland cotton, farming on his own at such a young age, and how to avoid comparing yourself to other farmers. So let's go ahead and jump into this week's episode. I'm Chaney Light, and I farm in Hale, Floyd, and Lubbock County. How did you get into farming? Well, I guess I've always been around it just growing up. I mean, my dad, he was a farmhand for 25 years, and, you know, I'd always go with him when I was a kid and everything, and just always had a draw to it, and he started farming on his own, and I helped him for a few years, and then I started working for a guy, and I've worked for him for just about forever, I guess you could say. Or I've been, I've been doing it, you know, being on a tractor since I was probably seven or eight years old. But I started working for a guy, and then I got into some custom harvesting, and then this or this past year, I guess I started farming on my own finally. I mean, it was always that's always what I wanted to do. I mean, just growing up. Just being around it for as long as I have, and I don't know anything different or anything that would be any better. I mean, I think it's probably about the best there is, best thing there is to do. What do you like about farming in this area? I always like a challenge. It's more, I think it's probably more challenging here than it is a lot of places. I mean, I know every every place has their challenge, but you can either have, you know, a really wet year, sometimes rarely, or you know, really dry years or, you know, what we usually get, I guess. And it's kind of, seems to be the norm lately, but that's, I just always like a challenge and it seems pretty challenging to do much of anything out here farm-wise. Do you think you've faced any special challenges being a young farmer? Oh, most definitely. A lot of people don't even know that I do farm, period. They think I work for somebody or I work for my dad or something like that they don't know that I actually farm they I mean they just assume that I'm just a farmhand or something they but yeah that's always kind of challenging and getting financed is pretty challenging all in itself there's not a lot of you know banks that'll just you know let you walk in there and say you want to get financed through them you kind of got to have some history with it yeah I definitely understand that I guess how do you how do you keep a positive attitude about farming? I mean, I don't know. It's just a day-to-day thing. You just got to wake up and look at it as this is how it is today and just take it day by day and just look at stuff that happens that day and don't let it beat you up for the next week or the next month and you just kind of got to go as everything comes, I guess. I mean, you can't really get down on yourself about it. It's just how it is. Is this your second year totally on your own? or? I mean, I've been custom harvesting by myself for, I don't know, ever since I was probably 14 or so. Oh, I mean, yeah. my dad, my dad Talk helped. Talk about that. Okay. Like, oh, when you bought your first cotton stripper and all that. Yeah. Well, I guess the guy I worked for, I mean, I saved up all the money I made working for him for all those, you know, the few years I was with him and everything and you know saved up money from this and that and the other and I finally bought a cotton stripper when I was oh 14 or 15 I guess and decided I wanted to go into some custom business with it because my dad 
didn't have enough to just or strip on his own. I mean, well, I guess he had enough to strip on his own with it, but kind of wanted to make some more money other than just stripping what we had there with it. And, you know, I did that for a few years, and we got quite a bit with that. And then I kind of decided to go into the combine inside of it, and I've been doing that for, I guess, another two years, cutting wheat, milo, and I just cut corn, some corn this year, finally started getting into that. And how old are you now? 19. That's pretty impressive. How old were you when you got your first farm loan on your own? Well, I was still in high school. I was 18. I guess it was probably April of 2020 when I got my first farm loan when I figured out I was going to be farming. So it was kind of unexpected, I guess. I didn't imagine I was going to get into it that early. I figured it would be a few more years, but I guess nothing, nothing in farming comes expected. So we, I just got into it then and that's that was the end of that did you have any people that told you you shouldn't get into farming oh definitely I mean my own family even told me I shouldn't get into farming just you know my dad farmed and he's not farming anymore and he told me it was a kind of risky business to be in because he had he'd started farming I guess seven years prior and he's not in it anymore so he said it probably wasn't a great idea and there was there were several people along the way that told me I shouldn't but I guess it's really not up to anybody else it's up to you and that's what I wanted to do and that's what I've always wanted to do so try to compare myself to other people that are you know 30 years old and that's the youngest person I can get around and that's it's just kind of odd that it's that way but nobody that young wants to do it I guess see He's like a really old school farmer. You just talk about that, like how he's 19 and he farms. You should see the way, like his field's listed, like clean. Yeah. <laughs> You're a powder farmer. <laughs> I told him that. What is your personal opinion on cover crops? You know, if if you've got the water to get a crop up, like say on a pivot or something, it's a good deal because it keeps you from blowing and keeps the sand down and everything. But on dry land, I'm more of a dry land farmer. I have one drip farm, but everything else I farm is dry land. And on dry land, I mean, I even saw a place I had this year, and it had some wheat that was planted on it, but it didn't come up completely, I guess. And in that one little spot where that wheat was up, the cotton was so much smaller, and I mean, it was just, it made nothing really compared to everything else that had just been, I mean, I guess set for a while and just was bare ground. It's just, on dry land, it's not, I mean, it, it works for some people. Different people have different viewpoints, and I wouldn't knock any of that, but for me personally, I like to, I'm a little more old school, and I like to plow, and I list everything up, and all that and it just seems to do a whole lot better on compaction i guess because if you've got if you've got cover crops sitting out there it takes all your moisture and it turns the ground to concrete to me really if you look at it that way i mean plowing and turning the soil and airing it out a little bit with a cultivator or you know at the end of the year plowing it up with a disc and running sweeps and stuff like that it just seems to be a whole whole lot better deal for me personally What's the best advice you've been given since you've been farming? 
that if you're if you're doing something, then you're doing the right thing. It doesn't matter if you think it's right, then that's the right thing to do. It's whatever it's whatever works for you and you can go by and you can drive by and look at everybody's field in the county and think, Oh, they're doing so good, but that's what works for them. You just gotta find out what really works best for you and what you like to do. What's your favorite thing about farming? I mean, it's really rewarding at the end of the year. If you just look back and see what you did, if you had a decent year and everything comes together and works out the way you hoped it would, that's that's rewarding in all in itself. Just pulling pulling a crop that you knew that you got up, you planted, you grew it, and you took care of it throughout the year. That's probably one of my favorite things, just seeing everything you've done finally pay off in the end. I agree. Do you have an equipment plan when it comes to buying equipment, like trying to build up your operation? Or what's your mentality on that? You know, I like to I like to have as much of my own equipment as I can. As I said, I mean I work for a guy as of right now and you know, he's helped me out quite a bit and even my dad with him not farming anymore, he still has quite a bit of his equipment. So I I've been using theirs lately, but, you know, I like to try to have my own. I mean, I own a tractor and a combine and a few little plows here and there and just some other miscellaneous stuff. But, you know, it's kind of hard going to a bank and saying, well, you know, I need this or even going through FSA for that matter. It's kind of hard to ask them for money for stuff like that when they're looking at you is not a very big operator but yeah i mean i'd like to get an equipment plan and buy more because the more equipment you have the more equity you have really and it looks it looks a whole lot better on paper for a loan officer to let you borrow money if you've got stuff if you if worse comes to worse that you can sell and everything so i feel like a lot of people that are of a similar age as you or me usually farm with their families how do you keep from comparing yourself to them and um, and not getting discouraged from what other people think? Well, I mean, you can't go through life worrying about what other people think and what they feel like you should do and what you shouldn't do. I mean, people that farm with their family that are my age, I mean, majority of them, they've been, their families farm for 70, 80, sometimes 100 years. You know, you can't really compare yourself to that you're never your operation hasn't been around for a hundred years and you just can't go feeling bad that you're not like them and you ain't doing it the way that they are and you can't you can't just go looking at it like that you just gotta stay in your own lane and look at what you're doing and if you're doing it on your own and you know that's really all you can be happy about is you're doing it on your own and they're not you get to make your own decisions and you don't have to listen to what anybody else tells you to do because if you're paying the bills on it you don't have to answer to anybody yeah they're not going to pay your note back no (laughs) you have to (laughs) what are your personal farming goals i mean i'd like to expand as much as i possibly can i mean i'm kind of i lean kind of more towards dry land i mean i'll take anything i can get but i like dry land more than anything but if you got if you're going to have dry land you've got to have a lot of it so i'd like to 
expand one of, or get as much as I can one of these days and try to be a bigger farmer. I what do you like about dryland? What draws you to that? It's just kind of one of them things that it's. I like a challenge, as I've said, and it'll. It's more challenging to get a crop up on dry land, and you've really got to time everything just right, and it's hard to. It's hard to do that, but I kind of like to be challenged quite a bit. And if you can make a good crop on dry land, and you can get a you know, good APH on it and everything on your bad years. It'll help you out if you've got to take an insurance check for nothing coming up or hail or what have you. And, you know, but a really good dry land crop is something, a bale and a half, two bale dry land crop is just really something to be proud of. What has been your favorite memory in farming so far? Uh, Probably getting the first bale, I guess. I mean, that's always... I mean, kind of look down upon that you've got pretty poor cotton and everything, but I just thought it was kind of cool to get the first bale at the gin and everything because I'd, I'd planted pretty early, and that's kind of what I was aiming for was first bale, I guess. Mm. What advice do you have for incoming farmers? Well, you just kind of got to persevere through it, and, you know, if you don't have anybody else backing you or any other help, if you're doing it, a hundred percent on your own you just kind of got to stick to it and do the best that you can at it and if worse comes to worse then at least you know it was a hundred percent you that did it and everything like that so you can't go go through it thinking the worst is going to happen just think the best is going to happen and that's all there is to it if you're going to start doing it you have got to have the mindset that you're going to be doing it forever. You can't just think, oh, I'll do this for five or ten years and I'll go find something else. It's it's not that way. you gotta got to be in it for the long haul or it's not going to work out very well for you, I don't think. The generation that we're in, I guess, they don't seem to stick with anything a whole lot. Nobody's very... Nobody's really consistent anymore, I guess. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got to be always doing something new or trying something different or doing this or doing that. And it's with farming. I mean, you could try new things inside of farming. That's fine. But you can't just decide you're going to do it one day and then one day just bail out of it. So is it almost like you have to be an old soul to farm? Because I feel like y'all both are. Oh, most definitely, yeah. <laughs> what do you think are characteristics that a farmer needs in his or her personality you definitely it's almost and i say this in the most respectful way you got to be a little crazy to farm but i mean that in a good way like i mean with the way things are at least right now i mean if everybody if you were making tons of money with it then everybody would want to do it but that's not the way it is right now i mean you got to just really have some resilience and some drive to do it, and that's the only way you're really going to be successful at it, I think, at least. And that's it for this week. Thank you all so much for listening, and don't forget to check back again soon for another episode about the people of the Plains. I don't know the answers, but the questions fill my head.